0: Welcome to Myths, Legends, Folklore, and Tall Tales, the podcast that's hit and myth. I am Lancelot Chauvert, your host. uh, Over at lancelot.nyc, you can pick up this podcast as well as many others, and you can uh, actually subscribe and find out exactly how myths saved me from suicide in high school, uh, as well as some help writing your own. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about Billy the Kid. Um, This is a... Old myth or actually you know, a tall tale from from the 1800s. Uh, a lot of times in the papers, they would write stories about outlaws, uh, and then uh, those would kind of get blown out of proportion. So here is a story about Billy the Kid. Early in 1879, chisholm arranged for the appointment of the kid as deputy constable and clothed in his authority he was given a warrant for the arrest on a trivial charge of billy morton and frank baker two herders employed by tom This Catron, by the way, used to live in Lafayette County, Missouri, and was a partner of Honorable Stephen B. Elkins himself, a Missouri boy, later uh, delegated to Congress from New Mexico and now one of the moneyed men of New York. The kid saddled his horse when told what was to be done, and without a word to any of his comrades, silently rode off to the range in search of his prey, accompanied by one McCluskey found Morton and his companion in a camp near the eastern boundary of the county and showed him the warrant said you are my prisoners come along what do you want of me?" said Morton in a threatening tone shut up or I'll blow your brains out you have been working against Chisholm that's enough we'll see about this pretty soon young man said Baker it's a free country and no man arrests me without I know what it's for haven't I told your white-livered friend the reason? Hold your tongue or I'll stop it forever with a bullet. At this point, McCluskey interfered and remonstrated with the young desperado. You don't mean to kill the defenseless man, do you? He said. If I wish to, yes, and you too. With these words, the kid drew his revolver, and before the astonished McCluskey could move his hand, shot him in his tracks. "'You see how I treat men who fool with me, do you?' "'The murderer said as he scornfully kicked the lifeless form at his feet. "'Be careful what you do, or I'll serve you as I have him.' "'Chaining the two men together by the wrists and carefully securing them to the saddle, "'he placed them both upon McCluskey's horse "'and started back at a slow trot towards Chisholm's ranch. "'The feelings of the prisoners can easily be imagined. "'Should they be taken into camp?' The vid- vengeance of Chisholm would be upon their hands. There was at least a chance of escape. If the handcuffs could only be loosened and the chain parted, a successful break might be made. The, those ifs must be gotten out of the way in the next twenty minutes. The men worked cautiously and had almost freed themselves when the watchful eye of the kid espied their movements. Without saying a word, he coolly drew his rifle to his shoulder and fired twice at him as the distance was only ten feet and his aim sure the reports were followed by the simultaneous fall of both morton and baker and in a moment their souls had flown to what we may hope was a greener range where even the cowboy has a place shot dead without hardly an excuse Thus the kid added two more to the list of those who had felt his deadly power. Thus far he had killed four men, and the career of this pseudo-James boy had hardly begun. Fearful in its beginning, the reader must judge the righteousness of the end. Riding into camp, the kid informed Chisholm of what he had done, and asked would his two men be sent out to bury him. "'Where is McCleskey?' said Chisholm. None of your business, replied the kid. It is my business, and I will know I am not afraid of you, and i you may as well understand it now as at any time. Come, come, old feller, he said, changing his tone and manner. I was just bantering you a little, not to be honest about it. I killed Mick. Killed him? That's the racket. Why? What had he done? too infernally inquisitive. Don't know his place, either. Thought he'd try to boss the job, but I settled him quick. He was my best man next to you, said Chisholm after a pause, in which he eyed the kid closely and rubbed his chin reflectively. Don't care if he was, he had to go. Don't you know, kid, that this affair will leak out and the officers will be down here to inquire into it and arrest you? "'Chissom, you must think I'm a damn fool. "'I care no more for Brady and Henman than I do for a dog. "'If they get the drop on me, all right, "'the kid won't be caught napping, and don't you forget it. "'I'm afraid they'll bring two troops down on us.' "'Let them do it. "'If we can't whip any company of bluecoats, "'while well then I'll change my name and herd sheep in the States. "'And with this assertion, the kid carelessly sauntered down in his tent, "'threw himself down to catch a few hours sleep.' Before morning should dawn. This has been the uh, Myths, Legends, Folklore, and Tall Tales podcast that is a bit hidden myth. I'm your host, Lancelot Chaubert. Join us next time.